Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the revelry and my thoughts on what's coming next week. This video should hit YouTube. Uh, probably it'll hit iTunes later than would need to be before the event takes place. This is being recorded on April 11th. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always watch me live. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Uh, we're probably live right now. Uh, and we are going to walk through I'm going to read everything to you and then I'm going to talk about after that I'm going to talk about the forest and the tonic thing and what I think about that and then I'm going to end by talking about the rewards so let's just walk through what is the revelry it's a three week long event where the, ver- the the things I'm about to read to you will be taking place the Verdant Forest is going to be coming it grants you access to the Verdant Forest it will conjure up memories of the Haunted Forest from Festival of the Lost but you will find it in bloom to fit the season and in combat you'll discover new twists to fight through. The objective is to clear as many rooms as possible. The more spaces you clear, the more time you'll have to defeat the onslaught of five different bosses and claim your reward. So my hope would be that maybe the more that you kill, maybe each boss has a different drop. I don't think they're going to have unique drops, but that'd be cool. But that sounds pretty good. Abilities and orbs is another thing they're going to be messing with. The revelry is a chance for every guardian to break the rules about how light is wielded as a weapon. When you first visit the tower, Eva Levante will grant you a reveler's tonic. Fill your tonic with reveler's essence by killing bosses in the Verdant Forest or completing other activities three different tonics will reduce the cooldown of your grenade, melee, or class ability. Choose which buff you prefer and let the sparks fly. The more pieces of inaugural revelry uh, or verdant growth armor you equip, the more potent the tonic will be. The powerful effect applies to every activity in the game except private matches. Revelers will even be more dangerous in the crucible. The Reveler's Tonic is not the only way you'll increase your output of space magic during the event. Everywhere in the game, orbs have a chance of being generated by precision kills, and the best place to generate and create the most orbs is in the Verdant Forest. Rewards, uh, they're going to feature new inaugural Revelry armor sets. You can earn these pieces by defeating bosses in the Verdant Forest. The more bosses you defeat, the greater your chances to receive a drop. So that's what the bosses are going to be there for, for the actual armor pieces. Uh, Ava will also have five weekly bounties that award inaugural revelry armor as a powerful drop. Each piece of the set you equip will boost the effect of your reveler's tonic. So that's a great way to get powerful drops. She's going to have five bounties. uh, Five weekly bounties that each drop powerful. You can also turn in the reveler's essence you can earn through activities to Ava in exchange for packages containing assorted rewards including world drops, enhancement cores, and ornaments for the inaugural revelry helmet. The helmets have like these horns that come off of them. Each ornament will grow in size depending on how many pieces of the inaugural revelry or vernal growth armor you have equipped. Uh, and do you need some extra firepower? Complete the triumphs and turn in the reveler's essence to Ava to earn the new exotic kinetic fusion rifle, the Arbalist. Uh, in the first, uh, it's the first weapon of its kind and it does extra damage against enemy shields there will also be double drops every time you get a bright engram you will get another engram the for the revelry and there's items that you can get they're going to do a knockout system for all of those rewards they look pretty cool so that is the event okay that's a really really fast flyover that's what's going to be going on during the event 
Um, so first, let's just talk about the forest and then the tonic system. First, I just want to talk about the tonic system. I actually like when they do stuff like this. I think it's kind of cool that the game takes on a different feel and change, and we're you know we're stronger. I don't know how much people in the Crucible are going to like it. Uh, getting this increased cooldown on abilities might be really frustrating. So we'll see how that plays out. But it is kind of neat that that's going to be something for a limited time to try out. I'm most forward, looking forward to doing it with Ophidia Space and Knife Trick because it'll probably feel like Brawler if you do it right, uh, depending on how big the cooldown is. So I love the tonic idea. Now let's talk about the forest. I am a fan of them using the infinite forest again. I even said last time they did the Haunted Forest, it's like, man, what a great encounter to have it be around all the time. What if the boss is rotated? So they're doing something similar to that, it seems, with five bosses, and they each are where you have the chance for the armor to drop. Unfortunately, they're not bringing any weapons, so that is one piece of bringing back the forest that I feel like is an enormous missed opportunity, especially for grind. Uh, You had different bosses in the Haunted Forest. You could have had them rotating. You could have had different weapons. And in this case, we have five different bosses. Each boss could have its own weapon that has a chance to drop. And obviously then farming for a curated role could be a really, really long grind. I would like to see them do this with more of the pieces of the content in the game, given that Look, they're proving, they're proving by bringing this back that they see value in the old content. They see value in the Infinite Forest, the Haunted Forest. Hopefully they also see value then in Escalation Protocol. What about the Blind Well? Um, What about the Forges? Could they be repurposed in the future if you go in and you activate them with something else? You wouldn't want to invalidate Forges going forward. Like, well, if you didn't get your Kindled Orchid, then you never can again. But... I do think that they could continue to take this idea of repurposing stuff. Now, I don't think you want to limit the reuse of Escalation Protocol, Blind Well, or even the Haunted Forest, Infinite Forest, whatever you want to call it, the Verdant Forest. I don't think we want to always limit these two events. I think it does add something cool to the event when it's a, oh, this is the only time this happens. What I would encourage Bungie to do is... Let's say you have a staple activity. What if the Haunted Forest comes back, it's a permanent thing, every week the boss rotates, and each boss has their own chance of, you know, they have their own weapon, and you can grind to try to get the best roll. Well, what they could do when an event comes around is reskin the event, change the event, change the flow of it, change the, the, the enemies, change the way it looks. They're already doing that anyway, so they could do that with the events. That way we have more rhythmic grindable content in the game all the time and then your events come in and kind of freshen the joint up kind of how they did with um, the dawning I also think grinding for random rolls just needs to be a value point that they literally inject into any content they come out with whether you're grinding escalation protocol if they bring if they bring a nice intentional grind to the blind well I think that needs to be a permeating value point grinding for random rolls. I don't see why you wouldn't continue to really dial that in and put that into more places because it works so well for longer grind. Now let's talk about the rewards. The Eververse rewards actually look pretty dope. I like what the ship and, you know, the emote and everything look like. Unfortunately, the Eververse armor looks way better uh, than the Revelry armor. Not super thrilled about that. Hopefully, um, you know, you can get lucky. That's one of the dilemmas I have with Bungie 
putting Eververse armor in the game, if you really like the way that it looks, it's virtually impossible to get the rolls that you want. Obviously, you could buy it each week. I think something they need to consider is allowing us to re-roll Eververse armor with Bright Dust. So if you get a really dope helmet, you're like, let me re-roll this, and you're using the currency from the Eververse to do it. I think that would be nice if they allowed you uh, to do that. So the armor for the revelry is cool because it has the ornaments on top. It kind of reminded me of the ornaments from Age of Triumph when they brought back all the raid armor and had all the cool glowing stuff. But it is just the helmet. Uh, It is good to see it's a knockout list for the Eververse Ingrams. But again, anytime they institute really, really cool Eververse armor, I'm kind of bummed because I'm like, there's no real intentional way to get this. Again, if you could get it and then re-roll it with the the, the Bright Dust, I think that would be a really, really good decision. Now, the Arbalist as a weapon seems cool, but we're just going to have to see. I don't really understand ever since I saw it in the collections, okay? Let's read through the, the perks so you kind of understand what I'm talking about. You can go to collections and you can see this weapon. Uh, go to Exotic Kinetic, and then there it is. Now, the Arbalist is a linear fusion. Uh, it doesn't do It doesn't do a specific damage type. It fires slugs that cause massive damage to elemental shields of enemy combatants, and then they give you disruption break to complement that. If you break an enemy shield, it makes them more vulnerable to kinetic damage for a brief period. Okay, this sounds really, really dope because you don't have to worry about match game, but is match game really a problem? Unless you, I mean, I guess if you put it on for a nightfall, that's kind of why I don't necessarily see this being an exotic that people are going to equip all that often. Now, it could be a contextual exotic if you want to go into a nightfall, throw on match game. Maybe the Arbalist will completely invalidate match game, and then it's worth using because those extra points are nice, and then you can kind of run the rest of your loadout the way that you would like. And you don't have to worry about those shields. Outside of that scenario, I don't really see where you would use this thing. It looks cool. The charge up from the trailer looks pretty neat. Um, I wonder what it's going to do in the Crucible since it's kinetic. So uh, we'll see because it, if it's using primary ammo, does it use heavy ammo? I think it uses heavy ammo. It's a kinetic heavy, isn't it? I'm not actually sure if they say that in the pictures because we'll have to, we'll have to address that maybe in the Q&A. Um, it's an exotic kinetic fusion rifle. It's special ammo, so it probably uses special. Okay, everybody in chat is saying it uses special, so at the end of the video here, a little unorganized, I didn't actually know what it uses. So, it'll have its ammo be somewhat limited in the Crucible, um, and also, sounds like it'll be somewhat limited in PvE as well, because that ammo with a mag of 5... I, I don't know. We'll see how this plays out. I love the idea, but we'll just have to wait and see. We're going to transition to Q&A. If you're listening to this video on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. As with all of my content, I appreciate you watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe.